This is the Calm and Chaos Podcast, Episode 4. I'm Thomas. I'm Jaden. I'm Matt. I'm Austin. We're just everyday people trying to become better versions of ourselves. Welcome to our conversation. Because the world is chaos. Show or feel no nervousness, anger, or other strong emotion. Complete disorder or confusion. We're not only training our, you know, our defensive mindsets. We're also working, you know, in our spiritual lives and trying to make ourselves better human beings. common chaos podcast uh thanks for listening we hope you enjoyed last week's episode this week's gonna be different than last week we're gonna talk about guns finally um we're gonna we had a range day yesterday which was what yesterday whenever this was recorded when this was recorded which was the second january 2nd and uh it was pretty fun i got to shoot my pistol for the second time finally no third because I wasted yeah, a whole box of ammo on history. Christmas Day. <laughs> I got a box of ammo for Christmas. And I, my pap was like, you want to go shoot my new pistols? And I was like, yeah, sure. And then I just took that box of ammo and wasted all of it. Um, <clears throat> Thomas, you critiqued us. Because we suck. <laughs> and you are, as Max said yesterday, our fearless leader. <laughs> Did say that. Fearless leader. I don't know about fearless, but I guess I'm in charge-ish, sort of. <laughs> yeah, I did um, I did a little bit of critiquing. Um, I want to kind of caveat all of this by saying I am not an expert. He's just better than us. I'm just, I guess, the best of the group so far. Um, and I see where every one of these guys is at, and I know that I was there at one point, because everybody's got to start at the bottom. Uh, so... We worked a little, you know, just kind of basic warm-ups, you know, single-shot stuff. Um, did a little bit of work in um, from draw, a little bit of movement stuff, a little bit of longer movement stuff. Um, tried to get the camera guy in a little bit, like he, <laughs> like he said. Um, and then towards the end, tried to work out, uh, you know, a few kinks. Just trying to, you know, real, really... Um, Basic Get, things. Yeah, basic things. Getting people to smooth out their um, their draw strokes and, cut, you know, cut down on unnecessary movement that would add time and effort. Which we agreed that mine sucks as of now because I've only practiced it a couple times. Yeah. Well. <laughs> I mean, I mean you, you've got to, like I said, you have to start somewhere. You know, whenever I started, it was, I wasn't any good at it either. Um, yeah, that was three years ago. I'm still nowhere near as good as I should be, but I'm a lot better than I was, and, you know, it only comes with time. Um, one of the biggest things you guys can do to improve on that is dry fire practice. Um, and I always, you know, when I was growing up, I was always told that dry firing your gun was bad for it, 
Really? Yeah. Yeah, I was. That was. You know, don't you know? Don't Never ever pull the trigger on an empty chamber. Well. And then you learned how a gun works. You're like, it does nothing. Thousands, thousands <laughs> of repetitions have proved that was a lie. <laughs> <laughs> but do not dry fire your boat. Yeah, that's that's really bad. I did it on accident the other day because I was I got it out and I was testing everything and I drew back and I had my the trigger and it yeah. just I accidentally pulled it and I snapped one of the silencers on it it exploded mm -hmm. and I was like oh man yeah, yeah, I did the exact same thing it was bad I did that I had like a really crappy piece of junk crossbow that I bought and I did that with a crossbow twice <laughs> did it snap like the the arms the limbs uh, it, it, I'm surprised it didn't snap the limbs like actually break them but it, I like it's so loud oh yeah when it, it and I was like oh my gosh I'm so lucky I didn't like explode and get like all these fragments of like <laughs> fiberglass in my face is it isn't that weird though that like when you're shooting a bow with an arrow in it and you release you can barely hear the thing but when you dry fire it it's like thunder oh, wow. just went off mm -hmm. it's crazy it is anyways um dry fire practice is one of the best ways to get better at, you know, draw strokes, reloads, um, target transitions, even just like pressing out and aligning your sights, and it's free. You don't, you know, you don't have to use ammunition. You, know, you can get almost the exact same training without the recoil impulse or spending any money. It's, you know, that's one of the, you know, it's a big reason to do it. And, you know, I'm not as fast as I should be, but I've gotten to where I am through lots of repetition you know just sitting in my room and you know not even long periods of times a lot it's just you know 10 minutes you know it's not even every day i need to i need to be better about it than i am but you know just sitting there and you know drawing from the holster pressing out reholster draw and press out reholster draw and press out and so on and working the reloads too that's how you know i have pretty pretty quick reloads um, I still fumble them as all. What's yeah. your number? What? What's your number for reload? Like time? Yeah. I don't know. Yes, you what do. Was it? it was like um, it was one shot reload, one shot from draw in under three seconds yesterday. I think if I did that, it would be like ten. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but that comes with a lot of practice. Yeah, but like that's what I'm saying. Like, like I have not done that. I have not practiced that, and so like baseline, maybe I could get six or seven seconds i think if i'm really trying i would i would say five or six tops if you had a holster like this i was that was from concealment not from like waistband like outside the waistband stuff too i think it's important not just i think we talk about dry firing a lot being just something that you do whenever you're in your room at your house or whatever mm. but whenever you're at the range something that really helps me is Whenever you're firing a few rounds and it's like, I'm off, I'm off, I'm off, and you can't seem to get it on target or get a decent grouping, it helps to just run through run through that a couple times and just dry fire. And oftentimes I think whenever you are just firing rounds, you're anticipating the recoil and you try to compensate for the recoil as soon as you pull the trigger. And that's something that you kind of that you don't run into whenever you're just dry firing inside of your house. But whenever you're actually at the range and you're shooting through some rounds, it, you can start to form a habit around that recoil that you weren't doing in your room whenever you were just dry firing. So if you find yourself like off at the range, I know like I'll do that too. Mm -hmm. If I find that I'm off the target or if I'm pulling down to the left or whatever, it'll help me just to take some rounds out of the chamber and just 
work dry fires a little bit and just see where you're pulling to and why you're pulling to adjust your grip or whatever and just go from right. there right yeah no that's that is a really good point I, I i just say my room because that's where i do the majority of my dry fire you know i don't i have i have gone outside like a couple of times and like set up actual targets and you know moved around a little bit but I don't make a habit of that just because it's more work. <laughs> yeah. It's probably worth the more work, but I don't. It's not something I do often. Have you seen those things that they sell where it's like a laser that goes in your barrel and then there's it's the cool. target on the other end that like connects to the laser and it tells you where you hit? Yeah. Maddie got me one for, my, for really? my birthday. I want one. Yeah. I think those They're, are pretty cool. They are really cool, yeah. Um, have you used it for a while? I've used it a decent amount. I'd yeah. set that up in my it's, room. Um, I actually use it a lot more with the CZ because it's a hammer fire i don't have to rack the slide every time i just pull through the double action trigger mm. so i can get strings of fire instead of just single shot and then have to re-rack the slide i'm i like it but it's one of those things where there like has to like you either have to go outside and set it up somewhere or you have to make sure that there's like no one like moving around your house so that they don't like come down and see you pointing a gun at them if you're like set up because like my basement's real long yeah, yeah I mean, you guys will see yeah. my basement because so I could do it there. You know, I don't get a lot of like side to side movement, but I could do you know ten yards or whatever in the basement. But as soon as, you well, as, soon as somebody <laughs> comes down the steps, they're standing right in front of me. Yeah, so I can't. You know, I so I do it. You know, as long distance as I can. I like set it up in that hallway beside my room, and then I stand like on the other side of my bed, and I can do it there. It's like five yards maybe, and I've done that a decent amount. There, yeah, they are really cool. Um, I, I like it. It's just kind of a, sometimes it's a little rough to set up because you have to have the app on your phone hmm. and then um you can't do anything else with your phone when you're doing that so you can't oh like, really yeah like because it has to like sit it like sits in a stand in front of the target oh and so then it's like you, yeah it's like it's it's using your phone camera to see where the laser hits and then it's putting like all your shots on the target on the phone screen oh okay so That's, i thought it was the target actually tracks it no i mean there, there are some that do that yeah but not the one that i have oh okay yeah, because that would be annoying. Because I'd be listening to music while I'm doing it. Yeah, that's what Alexa's for. Yeah. Let the government listen no, to me. They, they are they are really cool. They're very very good um, uh, training tools. Um, there are there are a ton of them though. I think there are ones that where it does actually pop up on the target itself. It's like an all in one system. Yeah, there are some. I forget the name of the company, but it's act, like they actually sell like one to one dummy guns. That's, oh yeah, okay. that the entire like the that's the gun's entire purpose is like as a laser gun. Yeah. So it's like the exact same size and weight as your actual gun, but it's but it only, only for that. But it's only for that. So it's got like a black black frame, red slide, and you don't have to like rack the slide or anything. It automatically resets the trigger. Oh, that's nice. But they're like between four and five hundred dollars yeah. just for the gun. gun. Yeah, just <laughs> for, yeah, just for a fake gun. Just for a fake gun. I want. There's a podcast. It's um. Uh, unashamed with Phil Robertson. I don't know if you've oh, seen yeah. it. Yeah. You want to listen to it? I when I was working, I would listen to podcasts the entire eight hours, and I listened to I, in my, on my Spotify Wrapped. I listened to sixteen of their podcasts in one shift. And but they they are sponsored by one of those called like iTarget Pro or something like that. And I like I is that what you have? Mm -hmm. I oh, I wanted to get that. I thought it was so cool. Um, okay, but back to range day and stuff like that so we want to make youtube content actual videos that you guys can watch of t 
Thomas because this is this is his baby of the whole project. This podcast wasn't really what he thought of about all of this. He wants to make videos of actual like actually teaching how to properly handle your gun and stuff like that. And you keep saying you're by no means professional. We get right. that. But that's how you want to do these. So we went out to the range and there wasn't anyone there that I thought was being taught that day until I put my camera away and Thomas starts teaching Max wife how to do it. And I was like, dude, I, I just put everything away. Like, why didn't you let me know that this, that she was getting taught? And he was like, I didn't even think about it. I was like, dude, this is the content that we need. What do you mean? Yeah. I would, I don't know. I, I, I do want to get that kind of content. I want people to see me work with other people, you know, with beginners because that's you know part of my goal with all of the new gun owners that have you know magically appeared through 2020 there are a lot going to be a lot of people that have no clue what they're doing so that was part of my goal with starting this was to reach you know reach the people who you know wanted a gun because you know oh hey this world isn't safe anymore even though it never was to begin with but they've just now realized it but so now they have a gun but they have no clue how to use it I would like to get a few more beginners under my belt so that I am confident in what I'm doing. And I don't want to come across as mean. I, I, I talked to you guys about this earlier. You know, it's, I don't, I don't, I feel like you have to be firm, but there's like people are built so differently. Like we ran into it with, with Rachel, her hands are so small that she, like even on the little guns. Rachel is good. Mac's wife. Oh yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Rachel is Mac's wife. She she can't get up into the beaver tail all the way, even on a gun that tiny. Which you know, with a gun, you know, that's not we anything that I would even consider yeah. because I've never had a problem with that. You know, no matter how big the gun is, I can get all the way up into it. And so it's it's a learning process for me as well. You know, I'm learning how to work with people who are starting where I started. You know, I taught myself. I didn't have somebody trying to teach me. I feel like it would be easier if I had had somebody trying to teach me. And so I'm trying to be that person for other people. Back to basics of sorts. Yes. And it's you know, it's not necessarily easy, you know. And like what I was things I, you know. you just, what, what I was telling you earlier, there, there's things that you have been doing this for 3 years that you now don't even think about and as someone coming in that is brand new they don't even know they need to think about those things mm. like you had like um what is it? like the way that you put your holster in your pants some people have no idea how to put a holster in yeah i handed someone like not even my gun just my holster because they were looking at it and like what even is that and i handed it to them and they're like how do you even do this and i was like you pull the clip up and you put it over your belt like something that you wouldn't even think about now people don't know so I, I think that is something that we need to think about with all of this, that those small things that we think is just normal, everyday knowledge, people don't know. So I, I think that that's also with people coming in, be gentle with us trying yeah. to help you because we, we don't know what you need to know. So if you want to know something, let us know. We can do research. We can talk about it on the podcast. We can make a video about it because that's what we want to do. We want to discuss topics that people don't understand or they're 
touchy topics, stuff like that, because that's why we're here. That's what we enjoy doing. Right. Yeah, something else that I think will help me is if we're when we get to the point where we're consistently having new people, if we can like kind of start the like 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 a pre meeting like kind of thing like where we would, training of sorts to not, see where people are at not necessarily even a training but like i don't know just like communicate i guess and a zoom meeting like right it, it, it can even be like the same day at the range but like before before we actually start shooting i like talk to them and be like hey you know what are your specific goals what are you trying like what are you trying to learn? You know, what are you working with? What do you know? What don't, like, obviously they don't know what they don't know. But, you know, what are you tr specifically trying to get better at? And that's, I think that's even good for us. Yeah, I was just going to say that, like. It's something that we should do. And I've, like, I've thought about it before, but every time we get to the range, I always forget about it. I'm like, we need to, you know, before we start our range days, we need to, like, set our goals for the day. Like, what, what are, are we trying to specifically each get better at? You you sort of did that with Casey yesterday when you, when you were starting to teach him. You were like, all right, so, like, what do you know? And he said, I feel like I have a pretty beginner, intermediate knowledge, but not the actual physical reps. Yeah. And... He, I mean, he surprised me. He did actually, with the, even with the pistol. Yeah. With his, like, I think it was his first time shooting that pistol. And was, he, yeah. he actually did really well. I hate that. I hate. When people, <laughs> I like. I told. I've told you guys about my dad. I hate when people are just really good at things without even practicing. But I didn't say this on the podcast. I did tell you guys yesterday at range. At the range. Good news. My dad sucks at shooting a pistol. <laughs> he was. He was really good at shooting a rifle, and it made me mad. But he's not that good at shooting a pistol. So I got that on him. <laughs> yeah, that's um that is something that, that we need to do. And it's something else that I that I've run into is I found that with the range days, um I do better trying to work like teach you guys than I do actually working on myself. Because I'm so like that's my concentration is like trying to help you guys get better and like that you know that kind of thing and that's why like at the end there that's why i was like over off by myself just kind of running through my yeah. running through my stuff and just timing it because i was like okay this is my time now i can like practice the stuff that i should have been practicing for the past six months but haven't had ammunition to do yeah so that yeah i i think that probably is because i've spent the last you know two years training by myself and so that's just the way that i learn best is like you know prior like all in my head just being like okay this is what i need to do and this is how i get here and now i'm gonna go do that by myself and that i mean that's also kind of a good thing because once i once you know i need to be consistently good at this thing before i should be able to help someone else help somebody else i also want to say shout I, I feel bad i forgot her name but shout out to your sister-in-law for coming and helping me yesterday at the range because I didn't have to take pictures because she was there taking pictures for us. Yeah. What was her name? Uh, Jan. 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 Shout out to Jan. I don't, Jan. She's probably not listening, but thanks. No, she, she probably will. Yeah, she, yeah. Shout out to you, Jan. She was my bridesmaid at the wedding, wasn't she? Yeah. Yep. You had a wedding? My wedding. wedding. Oh. She was my bridesmaid. <laughs> I was like, yeah. you didn't get married yet? <laughs> um, yeah, shout out. Thanks for your help. I really appreciate it. I can't wait to see the pictures. Um... So do you quant do you quantify 
your goals. Okay, what does that even mean? <laughs> do you put a n- man. Do, do you put a number on what your goals are? Like a time? Whenever you, whenever you draw from the time that your beeper goes beep to the time that you fire your shot, do you set goals this month, I want to be here. I want to draw and, and have a hit in three seconds. Next month, I want to have it in 2.8. Do you, do you set goals like that? In order to keep yourself on track, is how do you quantify getting better with your gun? Obviously, you, you can get smoother from your draw, and you can get more reps and things like that. But how do you actually put on paper and track your success? Yeah, um, I don't. I I do have personal goals, in in whenever it comes to time. Um, I've never actually written them down, mm-hmm. but it's you know I I don't I don't remember when it was exactly but my you know my outside the waistband draw time you know draw the first shot in like a six inch box is what my usual standard is it started somewhere around like 1.3 seconds and so you know my goal was to get it down to you know in the 1.2s and then in the 1.1s and I, my fastest one yesterday was like almost a second it was like 1.05 yeah. that was my now that was my fastest one but i think all of them were under 1.2 and so that was you know that was that's part of my goal. Um, there are some crazy fast dudes who can do it in like 0.6 seconds. And I'm like, if I can get it to a second, like, like a second, that would be great. Yeah. But that's something that like we need to realize here is this is all flat range stuff. You know, you're not going to be out there timing yourself, you know, in a defense situation. Right. So, I mean, I guess the goal is to be as fast as you can on the flat range so that you can be as fast as you know possible in the yeah. real world. And so you don't have to think about it, right? So you don't have to think about it. But we're also you also have to realize that we're talking about fractions of a second, right? You know, so those I, matter. They, they, I understand that fractions of a second do matter. And I, you know, the reason that I hold myself to such a, like I'm always pushing myself to be better, or you'll see me like kicking myself for being so slow, dude. But I got so many shots of you yesterday, just like walking away after you were done, just pissed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Is because I'm comparing myself to the YouTubers and like the, all the gun companies that I've been watching for the past three years, and I see the stuff that they can do. You know, they can have you know shot on target from concealment in under a second, and I'm at like 1.3 if I'm on a good day. And I'm like, ah, I should be that good, but then we're literally talking about you know the difference between one second and two seconds. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, okay, I don't feel as yeah. bad if I think about it like that. Like we, you know, t- turned it into like, oh, you know, it's like the difference between one minute and two minutes, but it's a second. It's, yeah. it's literally <laughs> a second. Um, I was thinking about like in that situation, most. I'm not gonna say all, but most defensive situations, you're going to be against someone who doesn't think that they're going to be also defending themselves right so that 1.3 is catching them off guard crazy fast right right that and that's that's why you want to be as fast you know that's why we train to be as fast as we can and the only way that i can get faster is through practice the only way you can get faster is through practice you know because there was you know there was a time where it was up at like two seconds you know Mm -hmm. where i would be you know from draw to shot and so you know now I'm down to I can I can get them from concealment and under I, I think I, my fastest was like a 1.2 something yesterday which is you know pretty good all things considered 
I think the pro- I think my problem, like personally with my draw and my fire, is I got a couple, but I'm not used to pulling my shirt up yet and pulling the gun, and then my specific grip on the gun when I grab it before I pull it out of the holster, and then making sure my grip on the gun when I come up is correct, and then finding my sights with both eyes open. It's a mix of all of those things at once that I, I just don't feel like I'm good at it yet. Yeah. Because, like, say I say I do a rep and my grip is perfect, my eyes line up perfect, but I fumbled my shirt. And I'm like, well, dang. Yeah. Like, I just put a second onto my time. And so, like, it's a mix of all of those things personally that I need to just work on. But I think my biggest things is the grip on my gun because I'm still trying to figure out what's exactly comfortable for me and finding my sights with both eyes open because I am cross-eye dominant so I'm right-handed but my left eye is the eye that I want to keep open when I shoot so to make it easier on myself I've started just with both eyes open not even trying to close one of the eyes which is really rough yeah that is and that's nothing that I have any experience in you know I'm right-handed right-eye dominant so I don't um run into any of that i don't did you watch the t-rex arms video because he has a video talking about all the stuff that he does because he's cross-eyed dominant too i i i looked it up and then i saw another guy that had one and i watched his instead of t-rex arms because i was like thomas always talks about the t-rex arms guy let me watch a different guy okay that's fine i don't know why i did that but i will eventually watch it you know that's that's fine i that's just like what I've watched, and I want I, I watched it simply because that was a video that they put up at the time, and I was like, oh, you know, it'd be kind of cool to know so that I can explain it to people who have this problem. Mm-hmm. And now, uh, <laughs> now you you got me. Well, actually, a really funny story. We were sitting there yesterday, and I was it was like the end of the range day, and I was getting my reps in, and we were talking about how my eyes are all jacked up, and Matt Matt's standing over in the corner, and he's shooting, and then he looks over at me, and he goes, Jaden. I think I'm cross-eyed dominant. And I was like, I was like, what? And he was like, I think my left eye is my good eye and my right one's my bad. I was like, Matt, I've been complaining about this for months, and you're just now realizing that you also have the same problem. And he goes, he goes, yeah, I think so. And then we just kind of forgot about it. We laughed it off, and then we went back to shooting. Probably like three to five minutes later, he's still standing over in the corner, and then he goes, Nah, wait, I don't think I am. <laughs> and I was like, dude, how how do you not know what eye you look out of? I don't know. I guess it's just because I'm always just running my dry fires and everything, and I'm just not thinking about it. And to the point where, yeah, I'm not even thinking about what eyes I'm using. Like, I just, because I practice quite a bit, enough to annoy my dad. <laughs> it, but um, I just, I, I guess I just don't think about it. I've just been doing the same thing, and it works for me. I mean, I'm not great, but I definitely have, I'm a lot smoother than I was a few months ago. Yeah, yeah. and I've, I've even, I've noticed that, just, you know, with your draw especially, and your side alignment and everything you're definitely getting faster gold star from thomas <laughs> can't beat that yeah yeah i think kind um, of going back to what you were saying about like the multiple steps especially like people just starting out especially yeah. but even like all of us here too it's like doing a new drill or anything like that it's like you're thinking about it too much almost because mm-hmm. like once you start thinking about it is when you're going to mess up because yeah. you are thinking about it not you know just running everything that you know yeah um, so that's where it's like again repetitions practice Repetition. you know, get getting used to and comfortable with everything that you're using and running and everything like that is like 
that that is the key. Yeah. yeah. I'm glad you kind of brought the conversation back around to that. Um, another thing that, especially me, but I think everybody gets caught up in is trying to beat the time. Oh, that you, you, that you, messes you, me up. Instead so much. of concentrating <laughs> on making good shots, you know, you're pushing yourself. Oh, I gotta be faster. I gotta be faster, and you forget about the whole accuracy thing. And that's whenever I slip up, and I like, you know, I'll like, I'll fumble my shirt, and I'll be like, ah, oh, crap. And then I gotta go back down and grab it again. Um, and one thing that I forget that that I need to work on, you know, explaining to other people whenever they're going into dry fire practice or even regular practice is isolation. You know, take out it. You know, if you're trying to work on site alignment, take out as many variables as you can. And just really do just the push compress out. ready, push out, and line up your sites, and just repeat that over and over. I think you did that. You yeah. did. I did that a lot. Yeah, and that's the, that's how you get good at that. And then and then you know you can you can put in the you can move to you know the from the draws and then just if you it's something it, I never did this, but I've seen. I think it's true. Exodus explained it. Whenever you're trying to work on how you're clear in your shirt um con you know just don't even draw the gun just concentrate on where you're grabbing your shirt and you know pulling up and then just like grabbing the gun not even drawing it out just grabbing the gun and it's really hard to explain this without video because i'm sitting here going through the motions <laughs> and i've realized that you guys can't see me okay but you're you know isolating each movement and so you're you know drawing the shirt and just grabbing the gun just building not, your, it and not actually drawing the gun just building your grip as you're going in yeah I need to yeah, do that. Okay. Just practice, you know, shirt up, grab the gun. Yeah, that's where shirt it, up, it comes to yeah. you are building upon your basic knowledge, right. which is like where, where you're at, your basic knowledge was, you know, two years ago at this point, and you were still continually adding on. Because right. that's like, yesterday was the first day that I shot my FN with the red dot. I've shot red dots on ARs. <laughs> I've shot red dot on, like, every. I have not shot with a pistol with a red dot, and I can tell. Uh, yeah. Not good. <laughs> and it's some pistols are a different animal. Oh yeah, it's like literally like you, you just get so used to like irons or whatever, and all of a sudden it's one additional variable that you now have to, and it's until you get those reps in and you're thinking about it, and it's like, hey, that's new. Yeah. Hey, that's new. Oh, I missed. Okay. <laughs> I'm excited to get a red dot because I think it's so much harder to shoot with both eyes open with iron sights. It is. I don't know. I've shot so much with iron sights that it's, yeah, I can switch back There's and forth no relatively difference. easily. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I was doing that with Casey's gun yesterday. I was slapping that steel target like 30 yards, no problem. Um, but there is there is a reason that red dots on pistols have become so popular is because they make everything so much easier. Yes, you know, it's easier to keep both your eyes open because you're not fixating on the front sight. You're not. Know, and you don't have to line up everything either. You've got, just you literally just there. have the dot in the. You know, you want the dot to be as centered in the window as you can, but it doesn't have to be. Because you're still and you're, on. Yeah, you're. You're so your your focus has moved from your front sight to the target, and then you're just superimposing the dot on the target. Mm -hmm. So, if, do you have anything to say about that? What more about that? Or I was going to change. I was just going to say it makes it a lot easier. Oh, okay. Well, so okay, so earlier you said something about that we need to have the personal goal meeting and i was like well why don't we just do it now i mean i'm yeah i mean yeah we could do that but i was saying like I'm, i was talking specifically about like for that day yeah well i i like my goal i wrote it down my personal goal with all of this is to be comfortable enough with 
the firearm that I can be lethal. Like, like, cause right now I feel like a baby that doesn't know how to walk. Like it's just learning how to walk. And it, it's not that like my goal is to kill someone. It, my goal is to be able to use the weapon and be confident enough to use it. And like, maybe once I feel like I get to that point, my goal will change. But for right now, that is my big picture goal. Like that's what I want to work on personally. And like, I don't know if you guys know exactly what you want to say your personal goal is, but like, I was thinking about that and like, that's mine. Like, I just don't feel like I'm at a place where I am good enough. I understand. Yeah. Yeah. I, I ran into that a lot. Um, and that's, and that's part of the reason I started getting into this stuff, you know, cause I was watching these videos and I was like, dang. These guys actually know what they're doing, and I look like an idiot, even though I've shot guns my entire life. I don't know how to do any of this stuff. Like, you know, practicing from the draw. Why would I do that? You know, I'll just, you know, hope that, you know, when, if the situation arises where I have to defend myself, I can, you know, do it. Mm. And I'll just magically, you know, be able to, you know, clap some cheeks. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't, you know, and that's like the, I don't know, the, the hero... What is that complex. called? The hero complex, where you just think, you know, in the moment of trouble, you'll have these magical powers that make you able to overcome evil. Magical powers don't exist, but practice does. Practice mm. does. That's the only way you get better. What did you say earlier? Practice is the mother of... Repetition is the mother of learning. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. We should. That should Modern, be a shirt. That's a, that's a fairly common saying, I, I think. I've never heard that. Really? I've, never, I've heard the... Variations. Yeah, of variations, but I've never heard it exactly like that. Dude, I, I think it's funny. We've got some cool shirts. Ideas. Some cool shirt ideas. <laughs> I'm excited to do t-shirts and stuff. Like, I don't even care to sell it. I want to wear some of these shirts. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think the thing with... Unless... No, you're good. I, you think yeah. I think the thing with <clears throat> preparing yourself for a situation where you would have to use lethal force and thinking that you will just randomly come up with these skills. It's such a crazy thought. I mean, you, you have these you have these dudes like Karen without one in the chamber, and they think that they're going to have enough time to rack a slide. And maybe you'll have enough time to rack a slide, but will it actually put one in the chamber? And will you have a malfunction? Will you not pull the rack back the whole way because you're scared to death and your brain's scattered? It's like whenever you're in a situation where you actually need to use your firearm to defend yourself, your brain's going to be going a million different directions. So you need to be trained and prepared to defend yourself without actually having to think about it. Mm, you're going to have to be thinking about all these different things. You don't want to have to think about the thing that you've practiced. Right. I think that even goes back to what you were saying about like isolating the variables and everything and you know having everything that you know and have practiced and everything it is so innate at that point <laughs> you said that to me when we were shooting yesterday and I, I related it to basketball and soccer when my dad was a basketball coach so I can talk about that super easy my dad my whole life like pushed it into my head how to shoot a basketball correctly yeah. what, what is it beef bend eyes elbows follow through and it, it's just isolating every movement of holding the basketball, bending the knees, keeping your eyes on target, 
following through. Dude, he got so mad at me because I never shot like that. Yeah. He was, it, <laughs> you but, did shoot really weird. I did. <laughs> it went in. It worked. What can I say? <laughs> and, like, and like my biggest problem is my elbow every time. My elbow wants to be all the way out to the yep. side and it won't go straight. And it that, like I, I'm trying to use that as something to relate to people that maybe don't shoot guns. Like, And it was the same with soccer. With shooting a penalty kick, I had to get my steps right, then I had to get my kick right, and I had to figure out the head down, like, lean forward. And it's just, like, everything and anything you try to do in life that you want to get good at, something you enjoy, painting, taking pictures, like, no matter what it is, there are steps to that that you slowly had to learn to get better. And that's what we're trying to, like, convey here. It's the same exact thing with the gut. Like, don't think that it's just because you have a gun, you're good. It's the same thing as everything else that you do in life that you got to practice to get it down. It's not, it's not practice when you enjoy it, so hopefully you enjoy it. <laughs> or it's not, not practice. It's not it's, annoying, a nuisance when you enjoy it. Whatever. It's not work. <laughs> um, kind of touch back on what Matt said about um, when you're actually in a situation. Um, I think I had briefly mentioned this in one of the earlier podcasts was uh, and I forget I forget where I heard it and I wish I could remember the, the exact quote because it sounds a lot better than how I you know remember it uh, but whenever you get put into a situation like that you're going to fall back on your like your base you know so and that, that's the that's the goal behind all of our training is to raise that level so that instead of falling back on your worst nothing yeah we're falling back to our training and you know you want to have all the kinks worked out so yeah you know things are going to be so unpredictable that it's never going to go you know it's not going to be flat range shooting where you're going to you know be standing there perfectly still and you're going to draw your gun and that guy's just going to stand there right in front of you at seven yards and not do anything (laughs) well that we were practicing moving yesterday yeah running back and forth walking I mean, that's a little bit of, you know, trying to work out a little bit more, try to get good at stuff like that. You know, it's not as fast paced as it probably should be, but we got to start somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that, and that, but that's the goal with the training is to work out all of the kinks and to raise the bar so that we're falling back on something that's higher than just, you know, the natural state of panic. Yeah. Um, well, we can end this episode here. I feel like we talked about a lot. We did talk about a lot. Um, that was good. That was a good one. Uh, what do we? Do we got any announcements? No, I think we're good. I don't think we have any announcements. By the time I mean, by the time this podcast is posted, we probably have a video. Yeah, I have this from the range day, which I don't know. Let's see next week. What'll this this be? Three weeks from now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So yeah, three weeks from now. So you already probably see be all almost the Feb- we can, almost yeah. February by the time this is posted. I'll probably post the announcement of this podcast as the Range Day video on Instagram. There you go. Okay. So we'll see. Whatever. Um, thanks for listening. We appreciate you. Uh, this has been the Common Chaos Podcast. Oh, real quick. Oh. I was just going to say. Man, you ruined my I outro. Know. I know. I, know. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, this I like, gave you the time I, and you ruined it. It took me a few minutes to think about. Nope. Uh, we're cutting it off. Uh, <laughs> no, but I was going to say like for future podcasts and everything like that, like we definitely want community input. 
So, like, literally anybody who's listening, oh, yeah. like, if you have ideas, you know, things that you specifically want to know, like, hey, what are your thoughts on this? What what, what do you think right. about these right. things? Um, like, definitely, definitely throw those out there. And, yes. and we've uh, already had sure. some people, if like, things that we've talked about in the other yeah. podcasts, and they were like, hey, I don't agree with that. And we were like, all right, we're going to talk gonna, about it again. We're going to circle back. We're yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. that's what we, we want this to be as interactive as it can be. So we aren't. We aren't the only ones calling the shots, yeah. so to say. Like, yeah. We, we yeah. want the community feedback. We want everything that you guys have to say and, you know, yeah. critiques Comments. like Thomas does. Comments, <laughs> questions. Yeah, if you've got questions, what did, ask, what did, ask them. What did Mrs. Connolly used to say? Questions, comments, concerns? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> questions, comments, concerns. Please share. Um, all right. Is that it now? All right. You're good. Yeah, okay. You're good. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening. This has been the Common Chaos Podcast. We'll see you next time.